Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one self-confidence-filled minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez of the News. And with us again, comedian John Kuhn. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back again. Today we're discussing Minute 73, which begins with um, Marty... Uh, covering for his uh, awkwardly covering for for the lie that he uh, that he said to Doc a minute ago, <laughs> and then ends with uh, with with uh, Marty explaining to George that Lorraine just wants someone who's going to protect her. So uh, so yeah, so Marty like just a minute ago before Lorraine came into the garage, Doc was like, hey. Uh, has he asked her out yet? And he's just like, oh, I, I mean, I, I think he's gonna, you know, because <laughs> it's funny because he knows it didn't happen yet. So like, he know he knows nothing happened. And then she's like, uh, you want to go to the dance with me? And he's just like, ah, and he does like that look back at Doc, like, oh shit, I'm caught. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot to love about this this minute. Um, I, yeah. I was actually thinking about it a few seconds ago, but I was like, I really, I'm kind of. This is a. I don't know if I should say this to the listeners, but I'm kind of surprised at how much fun this still is. Um, uh huh. Like I was. I mean, we laughed out loud, like watching this minute right before we recorded, and like, yeah, yeah. there's just so like Doc's like, I'm not getting involved in this shit. Like you can, bro. You can. <laughs> you just, can dig yourself out. He's just like, it's so. He's just like floating around in the background. Yeah, just kind of like the part where he like slowly rests his head on his arms when he's like, oh my god, like on the DeLorean. Yeah, because she's like, cause, because Marty's mother is literally just being like, I think a man should be strong. And he's just like, well, there goes that. Like, like George is the opposite. Because I, 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 I don't think, uh, I don't think Marty, I don't think Doc had quite gotten a look at how thirsty Lorraine is for Marty or Calvin. <laughs> And like he's like, oh no, dude, you're boned. Yeah, <laughs> she she's she's a head over heels for you. Towards the end, though, yeah. he kind of looked at um, <laughs> uh, Marty like like how you give a thumbs up behind uh, a girl like, yeah. who's talking to a friend of the bar. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, man. Like, you, you can't did. help being like, wow, she is into you. I don't know what you did. Lorraine just corners Marty into Doc. Yeah, it's really it's like she's not even aware that Doc's there. It's almost like Doc is doing that move where you you kneel down behind the one kid and your your friend like pushes them and so that they trip over the other guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's almost like he's doing that, but he's like too tall to pull it off for Marty. <laughs> so Marty just runs into him instead. Sure. Well, everything's too tall for Marty. Oh, it's, it seems like Doc was like trying to like uh, blend into the background to like not be uh, invasive of the conversation. Then he ends up like you said, Scott. He walks. And he's lean, leaning onto the DeLorean with a tarp on it. Like, he's leaning right up against them. Right. He's not <laughs> and I love to... And I love <laughs> that. Because, because, because I think, I think his, his instinct to hide is being superseded by his just, his just, like, fascination with what's happening. Like, he wants to know what's going on. He's like, wow. He's really into Marty's social life. Yeah. Because he's never had one. And it's scientifically <laughs> fascinating. Right. And, and and also, is she pretty? Is she pretty? <laughs> is she pretty? Please. That was just beautiful. Morning. It's scientifically fascinating. <laughs> it's, it is. I love how, you know how 
when you're need to tell how you need to have a real talk with someone or maybe you're like trying to ask someone like hey so we've been talking but there's like a third person in the room and you're like oh well i can't, I can't talk about that right now because lorraine's like nope i don't i don't care this old yeah. this old uncle man doctor can be in the room and i don't give i don't give a rat's ass <laughs> I love the way that Marty rests his arm on Doc <laughs> in like that super cash, like lean back move that he's doing. Yeah, like he's a car. Like Doc's a car. <laughs> yeah. And Doc's just like, you know, it's actually me. The ca- I'm, I'm not the car. I'm leaning on the car. I'm, a, I'm not a car. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that look back, man. Oh, it's so good. There's just such a. Uh... Yeah, like we said, like, like there's no even, there's not even any dialogue needed. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what what conversation happened. Oh no, no, no. How, it, how did they get? How did they get? How did they get Lorraine out of the garage? This scene ends much too soon. Oh God, how did they get Lorraine out of the garage? How do you get Lorraine what, to leave? What anywhere? does? I just imagine. I just imagine they must have gotten Lorraine to leave. Like the only way would be that Marty asked her to the dance, yeah. right? It's got to be the only way, right? Marty, and and then we know in the next scene, based on the awkward exposition dialogue from George, sure. we we know from the next scene that he does he is now going with Lorraine to the dance. So have to do a new plan. Yeah, he must have done that, and then he she left, and I just imagine she leaves, and then George, or, and then and then Doc is just like just looks at Marty, and Marty's just like. I, I mean, I didn't know what to do. And Doc just like shakes his head and just walks and starts walking away. And Marty's like, no, come on, Doc. No. Doc. You, oh, come on. You ask your mom. You're going to the prom with your mom. Just, just totally like shuns him and just. <laughs> oh, man. Is, is Marty helping George with his laundry? I, I What I imagine is that he went over there with his new plan. <laughs> And was like, okay, George, I got to talk to you. And he's just like, oh, I mean, y- you can talk to me, Marty, but I got to do this laundry, you know? Yeah, sure. Is he? I mean, you know, I, after a while, the 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 clothes that his dead parents are wearing is going to start to stink. Yeah, so yes, yes, you got to do laundry every once. Yeah, in he has to clean the clothes from the other drifters that he's killed. <laughs> right. Oh, like it looks like Marty's coming <laughs> home from. <laughs> John, you're familiar with that, right? With what? With that, with the ongoing joke on this show about George being a serial killer, uh, no, I don't think. I don't so. even uh, think he needs to be a, a longtime listener. I think it just becomes immediately visually like, oh, well, that guy's a serial killer. Well, I just said old right? man too because I instantly I was like, that makes that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, well, because we never meet his parents, and so we no, just no, no, assume... we're never we're never he never talks about his parents right in either time. Uh, so, so we just assume that he murdered his parents and they're like stuffed in his basement, like Norman Bates style. Mm-hmm. Is that brought up at all when you guys are talking about him being in the road? No, you talked, you said how many times, how many kids get hit by the car in the road? Yeah. Okay, sure. that was a serial killer talk. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, it totally makes sense. I love, yeah. I love Marty. I love the bag Marty has because it looks like he's coming back from Nam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the pickle bag. Yeah, oh, that's about the next minute, right? No, that's that's in here for a little bit. Oh, anyway. that's right, the very beginning. Um, did Ooh, Marty? No. Why did Marty change clothes between going to from Doc's house to to George's house? Well, we don't know. Uh, how long is this like the Lorraine, next day? Right? Oh, it's the next day. Okay, cool. I just thought it was. 
later in the same day, and he was like, I gotta change clothes. I don't know. It's not clear if it's the next day or not, though. Yeah, it's not It's not clear. The The only giveaway, I would say, is the change of clothes. That's true. Yeah. And, and, well, and George is wearing something different okay. than what he was wearing at the diner, right. so... See, I'm at the level of screenwriting where a character still has to say, well, it's the next day. <laughs> well, I mean, awkward dialogue. I mean, that's that's what George is like. But I, I just don't understand if you. How can I go to the dance with her if you were taking her to the dance? <laughs> it's just like, sure. all right. I, I mean, I guess that's a way to transition us. I don't know. Okay, so let's... so let's so let's we we never do this because you know we both we 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 love Bobby Z and Bobby G on this show. But right. would it have been a better decision to actually have that scene play out and have Marty ask Lorraine out on a date? Or do you think it was a good idea to cut away and kind of have like half a second of like awkward expositional dialogue? I think it would have been I think it would have been better to let that play out. I think there would have been more comedy if you let it play yeah, out. But I mean, we're 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 biased because it just means a few more seconds of Lorraine, but that's true. <laughs> I, again, I think there's a lot of comedy that could have been mined off of him having to ask her ask her out on camera. Right. Right. Just just the moment of him just being like, I'm asking my mom out on a date. To prom. To, prom. to the enchantment under the sea dance. Yeah. You already have the awkwardness later on in the movie when he's in the car with her, though. Sure, you do get, yeah. This movie has no short. pretty funny. Yeah. It, well, I mean, there's awkwardness in the next minute, uh, <laughs> which we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow, but... Um, it's it's uh it's it's fun and I just I just love Marty just like hanging out doing laundry with his dad. <laughs> He's weirdly doing the exact same shit he was doing in 1985. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this when we were watching this minute. So from George's perspective, it's like ah oh, that kid is back again trying to get me to to hook up with that girl from school, and I realized that from George's perspective, this is pretty much she's all that, right? It's kind of just the story of a, of a cool kid from out of town taking a shine to the dorky outsider and getting him to to like to get a you know to win the heart of the of the cutest girl at school. You know, I wonder, and this is just me talking out loud, is this like the most kindness that's ever been shown to this version of George? Like, I'm I mean, that's I think that's entirely possible. Like, I I bet you know from George's perspective, this is just the selfless act of a of a really kind Canadian boy that was new at at his school. <laughs> So like I, right. I bet this kind of like changed George's changed George's worldview a little bit. Where it's like, wow, like people can really be kind to one another and and help each other. And and Calvin was my friend, and he didn't ever ask for anything in return. He invented rock music. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I bet he became like a kinder human after this. Uh, I I mean I I I think so. I I I mean I think that that's. You know, I think that's the difference between uh, just confident George and then like confident George with like this kindness now mm -hmm. to him. Yeah, because like you know, we only get a few minutes of him at the end of this movie, and, and not to jump too ahead, but you know, he seems like a, just a good dude now. Like even his some of his awkwardness and uh, crisper, you know, crisp and gloviness is kind of gone. Yeah. So so uh, he still murders, but like now he's better <laughs> at hiding it. Right. Well, at this moment too, he's really apprehensive to even like go to the dance with her. I think he's thinking I'd rather go back to the shadows and peeping on people, which is kind right. of yeah. scary. 
like I'm I'm not that there's too many people there, Marty. I could. Do you think do you do you do you think Lorraine was going to be his next victim before he was That's hit what by I'm the thinking, car? Because he's like, if I go to the dance with her, people will see me with her. Oh, he was right. casing. He was casing the. He was casing yeah. her. He was getting her. her yeah, out. he wasn't. He wasn't bird watching. He was casing the joint. All right, every night at five p.m. But then in that moment with Biff, he's like, "No, I'm not going to eat you. I'm, I I love you. I'm going to take care of you." It's like making a murderer, guys. <laughs> um, so. So, uh, so John, something we like to ask our our guests is, uh, what what is your what is your background with Back to the Future? Do you have any like fond memories of watching it, or do you remember watching it for the first time, or anything like that? I think Scott, you and I used to watch it a lot, actually, because mm-hmm. I got the um, there was a remastered something DVD box set that came out, yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, um, bonus footage. And you'd right. come to my my place, and we'd watch that and stay up and do whatever. But that's my strongest memory with Back to the Future is uh, you and I watching it at my house. Yeah, I think we watched a lot of the special features more than anything else. Yeah. Oh, uh, you guys would watch special features together? Yeah. Oh, special features buddies are the best. We were we were the only like nerds at our school oh, that yeah. liked that stuff, like like the movie making stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We used to make uh, we used to make uh, John's like. John's uh, like Tom Green jackass ripoff show that we would film on VHS tapes and then pass around the school. Nice. That was like your uh, like your Spike Jones skate videos. Yeah. You know, there's a new jackass movie out with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. (laughs) Yeah. He eats like raw venison. He like wrestles a bear. He's going to win an Oscar for that one. I hope. God willing. (laughs) Jackass 4, The Revenant. (laughs) Jackass 4, The Revenant. Tom Hardy. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Tom Hardy would be the best jackass member. Are you kidding me? He really likes dogs. He loves dogs. Oh man. <laughs> oh, you guys have anything else for this minute? Uh, this goes without saying at this point, but I'm I'm really feeling Marty's outfit today. Yeah, this is probably my least favorite of of his outfits, though. Sure. I mean, I just this is the one. This is the one that I would believe that that was Doc's shirt. Sure. Because it's a little big on him. Well, it doesn't look like he has a show tonight at the Coco Cabana, but like it's yeah, <laughs> pretty faded. It's kind of it's faded, is what it is. Like, it really blends in yeah, with the bag. It definitely looks. I love the bag. I'll I'll add that. I love that bag I'm when I saw it because I haven't seen Back to the Future in a long time. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen uh-huh. it since I I traveled and lived like on the road for a while and like hitchhiked. I had a pickle bag. And I walked down many interstates in this country with my thumb out with that bag and that was it's cool to watch a movie and then to rewatch it like a decade later five years later whatever it is and then the movie has completely different meaning to you because you've grown up like i love oh, watching yeah. this movie and i forgot mm-hmm. that but it's awesome now that there's so many things in it there's so much so so uh, they resonate so much uh, uh more differently to me yeah. i always thought there was just something so romantic about the pickle bag it just always seemed to mean like adventure or like, you know, like, like kind of like a Kerouacian sense of like, you yeah, know, wandering around. It's also incredibly inefficient because if you want <laughs> one thing, everything's coming out of the bag. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Shove it. There, it's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, thing. it was meant to, it was meant to pack all of your belongings from one place to another. Right. Cause it's, it's, yeah. it's a military bag. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's meant to like go from home to like wh- whatever bunker yeah. you're in, and whatever. Now it's how undergrads carry their laundry. Yeah, pickle bag. Pickle bag. <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> that was like one long Jimmy Fallon thank you note to pickle bags. 
<laughs> Thanks, Pickleback. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back with Minute 74 tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, check out our website, backtothefutureminute.com, or email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at BTTF Minute. You can like us on Facebook. Leave us reviews on iTunes. That really helps us out a lot. Check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, and Geek by Night, uh, Nick and I's original audio drama uh, podcast series, which is at geekbynight.net. And uh, go, so go listen to that. And make sure that you are also listening to the other podcasts in the Minute family, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.